The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. This is Boomers and Beyond. What would you say if I called you a brutish fossil, symbolic of a decayed era, gratefully forgotten? I don't know. Thanks. An informative, colorful, and irreverent look at the aging process. I'll have what she's having. Here are your Boomer hosts, Wendy Weiss and Derek Dufresne with Mobility City on the Big 550 KTRS. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? Sunday, February 25th. This is, boys and girls, if you can believe this, our 19th program 19. on the Big 550. Coming up on 20. KTRS. Derek Dufresne is the king of all he surveys at Mobility City in De Pere. Hello, Sheriff Partner. How are you today? All right, Sheriff Partner. Happy 19. And Connor McCarthy, of course, keeps us on the air and going. Say good, good afternoon, Connor. Good afternoon. We're so happy to have you. Yes. You have, uh, you've been a very busy bee this week. I have. I have. And let me just say, to start with, uh, last Thursday, you probably heard about this, there was a nationwide outing, or out, I probably outage. How about outage rather than outing? Both. Would that, would it that could be, right? be both. It could, could be, be both. both. Sure. Okay. Of cell service. Imagine right? that. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we had to do a delivery. I thought, no worries, because I was sitting in my house using my cell phone. Mm-hmm. I had service. I thought, aha, I was one of the lucky ones. Yeah, yep. I started down 270 on my way down to what I thought was Telegraph. I thought, well, I knew Ripa. Ripa's in, you know, in, kind of in Lime. It's down near Jefferson Barracks. And so as soon as I got out of the neighborhood, all of a sudden the dreaded S O S shows up in the oh, top. Oh boy! Oh, boy. I lost my GPS. And the only reason I'm mentioning this is that Boomers and Beyond will identify with this. Do you remember when we used to first of all have to print out directions? We had to, have to call people for directions. I remember maps. And I was going to say, and then the maps that you had got, to fold that you had would to take fold. an hour. And then I was really pleased because I got one of those spiral binders that had all of St. Louis County in it. And you would literally put it on the map and you'd highlight it in yellow and all the rest. And I thought, oh, my God, how dependent have we become? And I become such a wimp. And you just answered your own question. We were were totally dependent. Yes. Is that a good or bad thing? I don't know because I think when it comes to bad actors, what better way to disrupt a society than take advantage of the things that we are – Reliant. I mean, yes. that we really, really rely on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it almost wrecked my day. I'm sorry to hear That's that. That's okay, but all was good. But all things, everything, yes. everything's fine. Very nice. And here's the other thing you find out. A gentleman was working at a construction site. I pulled over. He took time out to come over. His phone was working, put it into the GPS, and gave me the general idea about where I needed to go. Wow. And showed it to me. And I thought, you know what? 
There's good in the world. There are good people there in are, the world. There are good people in the world. Good people in the Speaking world. Speaking of good people in the world, Miss Share Partner, I have a couple of stories for you. I can't wait. That I think are just I love it when you're in the press. So the first thing is there is an 89-year-old named Derlin Nui. Derlin Nui, who received a surprise delivery. This guy is a pizza delivery guy. He's 89. He's 89. Right? Oh, 89. Probably running up and down stairs. And just, I mean, it's, these kind of stories are just always amazing to me. And so it says they deserve all of our praise. And this guy's in Utah. However, a family that he delivered a pizza to, uh, Gladys and Carlos Valdez, posted deliveries of Nui's on TikTok. They posted it. They, they were oh, so, like from a ring doorbell right. maybe? Yeah. Oh. They posted it. And people were so impressed that they decided to ask for tips in his honor. Oh. And not only did they get uh, 1000 2000 3000 they ended up raising $12,000 for this 89-year-old pizza delivery guy and shared it with them. And, of course, he thought he had absolutely died and gone to heaven. And the most interesting thing about it was he didn't care that much about the money. It was the thought that mattered. Isn't that typical of that somebody? Is, that's typical of somebody that you think would be 89 and delivering pizzas. Absolutely. He just has a great attitude. Absolutely. Wow. Right. Second quick story. This is a test question for you, Miss Wendy. I know how much you love these. Are you ready? Oh, I do. You know I do. What is the last auditory sense, particularly in people that have the beginnings of Alzheimer's tends to go. Do you have any idea? I I did not know this. The last. The la- the last auditory sense. Well, actually, I just said it. So it's here. It's hearing. <laughs> it's auditory. I meant to say, what is the last sense without the adjective auditory? Wow. Let me ask you again. What's the last one to go, Miss Wendy? I bet it has something to do with hearing. It does auditory. There is a eighty. Let me think about this. I got to get this. Uh, right, uh, Marta Cinta Gonzalez Saldana. She owned a dance company in New York, and in 1967 had a video done of her with gorgeous, gorgeous ballet. And she slowly, over time, developed Alzheimer's, and as a result, started losing contact with family, friends, mm. dementia, and, and all the rest. Somebody visited her who was a dancer and played a former video of hers from 1967 of one of her most famous and happy uh, performances. Thank you, performances. I wish I could hold this up to the microphone and show. I'll just show you that there's a video of her. And she starts kind of slumped over. She starts kind of disconnected. And as the music starts building, she goes into full ballerina mode. And it is absolutely gorgeous. And afterwards, they show the original video from 1967. And you would have thought it was a ringer. So is it muscle memory? Did did the doctors, did anybody I have, say I what? know nothing. I wish I was deep enough. Miss Wendy, to tell Into, you that, yeah, I, all I know is that, and as soon as the song was over, 
and she said a few other things, lapsed back in. Mm, wow. So there's something about unlocking this with people that just is so critical and so important that I think we need to really pay attention to. You asked whether or not there is something that we know, and I, all I knew was, was the video. But what was so interesting to me is that it, it, it comes down to that old adage of kind of the lock and the key, mm-hmm. that this guy that visited her had a key to this lock. And he went back to her roots. And music, obviously, is the universal language anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And so somehow stuck this key in this lock, and it opened. And for about three minutes, she was right there. Right there. Now, what does that say about the brain? What does it say about the brain's functioning? What does it say about our environment, how it is we understand the world? It says to me that there are really there are really incredible horizons out there in terms of science and what they are going to find out about the brain and unlocking some of those 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 keys or using the keys to unlock certain breakthroughs. I mean, it's it, it's an exciting time. It is, and we know that there are no neural pathways that could be opened for people that are not able to speak, people that have aphasia, that, that, that people are either doing cochlear, something like the equivalent of cochlear implants except into the brain, mm. that people are able to control computers through sight, that we can use our senses to connect us with the world in a way that we never really thought. And especially for we boomers, including me in denial, at some point there's going to be a need, as somebody that's you know, done public speaking for 40 years, people have said to me, are you worried about not being able to um, to speak anymore at conferences? I said, no. And, and people say, well, they look at me, so I said, well, that, that's what you've done. What are you most worried about? I said, I'm not worried about speaking. I'm worried about losing my voice. Mm. Because the idea, and just in this assisted living place we're in this morning, which was very nice, seeing people in rooms and hearing, overhearing conversations, all of which were delightful, they were nice, they were warm. But there are people speaking for me. It's not my voice. Yeah, I, I understand I'm that. I'm sure you do. I absolutely understand that. And so the importance of that going forward, I think, for us is to try to figure out ways in which we can make it possible to continue to have our voice, whatever that is, and to find those keys for people's locks so that people can continue, as I am, to be in denial for as long as possible. Because we only have, if you think about it, we only have 24 more years to do this show if I'm going to do it up until the, the day before I die. And that day is? Well, it would be it would be May 28th of whatever 24 years is from now because it's going to be 96. Because if you're just joining us, if, if you oh. have never heard us oh, before, yeah. if you've never heard this program before, Der- Derek knows when he's going to die. Yes, honor before my birthday when I'm 96. I'm 72, so that gives me 24 years. We've got years. 24 years. Yeah, 24 We've years. got 24 years worth of yes, Sundays yes. So, on Boomers and Beyond. Speaking of which, Boomers and Beyond, I think, am I right that it's about time for a break? I think Connor wants us to take a break. Oh, right. I think he wants us to take a break. Let's do it. Let's do that. This is Boomers and Beyond on the Big 550 KTRS, it's Sunday, February 25th, and we will be right back. Don't go away. Fair. 
tales can come true It can happen to you If you're young at heart An informative, colorful, and irreverent look at the aging process. You're listening to Boomers and Beyond on the Big 550 KTRS. And we welcome you back to Boomers and Beyond, show number 19, almost 20 on this February 25th. Derek Dufresne, Connor McCarthy, I'm Wendy Weiss, and we're so happy to have you with us on this Sunday. Miss Wendy. I think I remember something when we were talking about our families. Is there a possibility in your family that February 25th has some special significance? It is my husband's 60th birthday. The big 6-0? Today. The big 6-0. And oddly enough, as as things would have it, as fate would have it, I should say, um, his idol, George Harrison also would have celebrated a birthday today. He's fe- that, that was February 25th. His birthday was February 25th as well. And we've been spending a lot of time talking about the Beatles lately on I this program, have. haven't and, we? And am I right that you married a younger man? I did. It's is this really, true? It's, it's so scandalous. Is it scandalous? It is really scandalous. Okay. Well, he is two years yeah. and eight months younger than I am. And over the course of our 37 years together, yes. 35 of which have, we've been married— yeah. The the gap has been growing, so he'll say, you know, when you're in your 90s and I'm in my 60s, that kind of thing. So he's a real laugh riot, my husband. But happy birthday, <laughs> Happy sweetheart. birthday, 60, 60, 60. Wow. What a deal. Now, uh, I am very excited about another new segment. Is that is that the right word? Yeah. Segment. Yeah. You, you came up with this one I on your I own, and I think the, it's a I great did. idea. Generational mumbo-jumbo. And I, you know, we've been talking about some of the creative tension that exists between boomers, millennials. Uh, I don't think that there is as much, obviously, because we're all getting older, maybe, as much tension between us, the greatest generation, the silent generation. But certainly when you start going down from millennial, Gen X, Gen Y, I mean, we get down that way. Oh, sure. And so I had something sent to me, which I sent to Connor, Uh that I think fits perfectly on what I wanted to talk about in terms of generational mumbo jumbo. And it is, uh, Connor, I sent you a clip Mm -hmm. that I think was called, (laughs) oh my, unethical monogamy. Unethical. Unethical monogamy. monogamy. As opposed to ethical Ethical monogamy. monogamy. And so, Connor, do you have... You, you know, Derek, you sent me this clip and I watched it and I, I wanted to tell you, I don't know if you realize this, but it's a joke. It's not. What? It's not real. It's huh, it's wait. this person doing a bit on <laughs> it's the, a the bit? internet. Yes, it's a, it's a joke. It involves them saying, <sighs> this woman saying that she took her boyfriends to yes, Quiznos and yes. was paid by Quiznos to bring dates to Quiznos. Yeah. It's it's a joke. Are you kidding me? It was it, oh my god. It's a, is it a commercial for Quiznos? No, 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 I mean, kind of. We're talking well, about Quiznos. We're talking about them, but uh, no, it's just one of those. It's one of those things. <laughs> don't it's, feel badly it's about Gen that. Z Derek. Comedy, I suppose. Don't feel badly. We don't speak the lingo. We don't speak the lingo. I can't tell you how many onion headlines I have fallen for oh. over the years. Wow. Well. You had my you had my attention peaked. I was, was like unethical the thing, monogamy. The thing that was great about it is she said that her that these she she only did them one at a time, that they all left on good terms. 
that it up it, that she found out it also helped Quiznos. I mean, I thought, oh my god, and I thought she's serious. As Emily was it Emily Latella? Emily Latella would have said, said, "What would she have said?" She let's say it together. Never mind. <laughs> let's continue. Let's go on to something that I told you that I wanted to do this year in honor of my fiftieth anniversary to my lovely bride, Carol. Saint Carol. Saint Carol. Uh, these are the top five songs of 1974, and I will tell you, this happens to me almost every week that we do this. There's one of these that I know I'm going to recognize maybe when I hear it a second time, but that would be number three. But let's start with number one, one thing that goes back to when we used to be in grade school, show and tell Al Wilson. intro. These are the eyes that never knew how to smile till you came into my life. I wish, I wish, I, how I wish that our listeners could hear and also, well, they hear, I hope they do hear. It wouldn't be good. I hope they can hear, yeah. But I wish they could <clears> see your dramatic interpretations of the songs we play them. I have so much fun with these old songs because many times I haven't heard them in a long that's time. That's why I love doing so them So to too. remember the words, yeah. Yeah. that's a yeah. that's a big yeah. gold star. I, I've bought online through time those, those um, I know nobody buys them, the CDs that had 1,000 songs of the 80s. <laughs> You know, one thousand yeah. songs. Just because I sure. loved all, the, I loved all that music. Yes. So this has been cathartic. Is that a word? Can yes. I say that word? It absolutely is. All right. Why don't you take us into the next one? Did you like this band? I did. I did like this band okay. very much. Steve Miller, I believe, was a force to be reckoned yes. with for a very long time because of songs like this. Some people call me the space cowboy. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> Have you ever been of called? The, the, I speak of the pompatus of love. Pompatus of love. Did he make that word up? I, I mean, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have that, to. Yes. Ask for a line, judges. Yes. Uh, pompatus. Pompatus of, of love. We'll have pompatus to. We'll have to work on that let's, for let's next week. Let's work on that for next week. Now, this next one. Yeah. This was a big, big song because it was kind of scandalous. Honestly. Tell, uh, do tell. Well, when you hear the subject matter, you'll understand. I was in high school. I was a baby. So yeah. this was a big deal. All right. Hit it. I'm going to meet the boys on Spoken ain't loud in school. So the fact that they made like a big pop song about it, I thought, that's just wrong. And can I just say, I missed this one. That that, that one was not on my radar screen. Well, you were planning a wedding. Excuse me, Carol, St. Carol and her mother. And her mother. They were planning the wedding. Yes. Yes. You were probably looking for a. Do you know that we silk screened all of our invitations? Wow. Three parts. 
Did you wear a tuxedo with crushed velvet lapels? I did. Yeah, we, we, well, yeah, did. it was yeah, it was yeah. it was sort of like the law and, in 1974. And, uh, and we, I may ask Carol to call in to tell you what it is we asked for for our wedding. Just because. It, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe we'll do that. All right. Having said that, uh, this next one, uh, Connor, I'm going to let you make your comment about the appearance of this person. But I loved this singer. Absolutely loved this. Um, singer. You're, oh, you you're jumping you're, you're ahead. Early. You're jumping ahead. Yeah, you're jumping ahead. That's all right. What's the name Wendy, of the show? Wendy. Wendy. What's the name of the show? Uh, Boomers, Boomers and, and be- Beyond. No, it's actually Boomers and Behind. Boomers and <laughs> Behind. Wendy, why don't you take us to number four and <laughs> you try to gather yourself oh, together? Oh gosh! And we will uh, we will remind yeah. our listeners about it, it this takes a village. unbelievably successful group. <laughs> set of pipes and then i found out i didn't realize this what? until later that gladys knight was the only stationary she was the only thing about the group that didn't change i guess they replaced the pips there were pippers is the, that the, right the pips were always changing yeah the pips were gladys always Knight was always gladys knight that, yeah so the, and hundreds I thought, of pips i don't know I don't know. Well, we'll have to do uh, again. Another, we'll have to do a little digging. Another but, reason to come back for show twenty. I'm uh, just saying it's going to be a big. It's, it's going to be a big, big celebration. It's be a big celebration. You know it. <laughs> All right. But now we are going to talk about <laughs> the artist. Yes. Whom who Connor believes? Yes. Looked much older. I didn't realize how young he was when he when he died. I thought, based on the pictures, I always thought he lived into his. 50s. And how old was he when he died, Connor? 30. 30, 30. in a plane crash. 30 in a, and he's not the big bopper. It is no. not who you might think it was. But you remember but him. But you remember this because, and also his guitar work and, and, and the voice with the guitar work and, and the lyrics are, are, are I think, are uh, a trifecta of beauty. I think I even remember his wife's name was Inez oh my God. or that, something like that. It's just like you. That's ju- that, really, that's just like you to remember that. But you all remember him. Yeah. As Jim Croce. If I could save time in a bottle, the first thing that I'd like to do is to save every day till eternity passes away, just to spend them with you. As I said, his wife's name was Ingrid. I believe that's what I said. That's what you said. Right. I mean, that's, that's what exactly I said. What you said. But no, you're right. And I don't, I, I was even asking Connor if he thought the reason, one of the reasons why we thought he was older was just because of the the film yeah, what did that you was say, used Connor? at the time. It was just because it. Uh, I, it could be that. It's the hairstyles, the facial hairstyles. The facial hair. Uh, yeah. I'm sure the smoking didn't help. Everyone was smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure that didn't help the skin. 
Uh, yeah, it's just it's just the way it seemed to be. People used to look older. He, you're right. You're right. He was born in South Philadelphia, and he died. That plane crash took place at a regional airport in Nat, Nat, Natchitoches, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so sad. Yeah, it, but wow. now, it, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe he has a, his son, AJ, has, yes. has started yes. performing. yes. And we'll have his father's songs in much the same way as uh, Natalie Cole and Nat King Cole. They had yes. that the wonderful split screen and were able to take advantage of footage. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. yeah, so all that was well, such a beautiful songs, song. The five songs with going and skipping from number three to five, coming back to four. It happens. It happens. Uh, this was this week. 1974. We're getting there. We're getting there. But I think this is a lovely way to pay tribute. Let's get back to Boomers and Beyond on KTRS with Wendy Weiss and Gary Dufresne. Welcome back to Boomers and Beyond. We're going to do something a little bit different with this segment. We get asked all the time, why do we do what we do? And what makes Mobility City special, and and why are we in business? Well, we'd be lying if we didn't say that one of the reasons we're in business is obviously to make money. However, Walt Disney has always been one of my heroes, and one of the reasons why is that Walt Disney had a saying, which I absolutely love, which says you can do well by doing good. And I have to tell you, quite honestly, at Mobility City, we feel like we do good every day. We deal with people that come in every single day, and the interesting thing we talk about all the time in the store is that everybody has a story. And people aren't just there to buy a product, to be treated like chattel, to be treated like an exchange of value. People come in, and they've got a particular situation. And it's one thing if somebody is in the aging process and they can plan ahead and say, well, I'm looking at a scooter, or I think I need a lift chair because my life is changing, and and that's wonderful. Often though what really happens is is that somebody has suffered a stroke, a fall, has experienced some sort of a debilitating illness that has caused them to lose mobility. And that loss of mobility is not just a loss of mobility, it literally is a loss of freedom. And one of the things we see over and over again is that once that happens, people are in a situation where they wonder, is it worth getting up in the morning? Why do I want to get out of bed? I'm in pain. And one of the things we try to say is, please, please don't ever consider the fact that you have bought a scooter, a power chair, whatever, as a defeat. See it as a way for you to be able to get to your grandson's game to be able to attend a ballet, to be able to do something that allows you to be able to continue your sense of independence and freedom, and to be able to, again, figure out a way to get up in the morning. We are so fortunate at Mobility City that we get to work with so many wonderful people, and we have so many repeat customers. And one of the things that people tell us is that they were shocked when they went to another store And people either didn't greet them, didn't answer their questions, or seemed irritated that they were there. We consider it absolutely a privilege and a pleasure every time we get a chance to interact with somebody and to help somebody to figure out a way in which they can help remain in their home. And that's the other thing, is that there is 
all kinds of data that shows that if you fall and you end up going to a nursing home, which is different than obviously deciding to go to assisted living, and I want to make that very, very clear because we deal and work with a lot of folks that are in assisted living that chose to be there because it fits their lifestyle. But we also work with a lot of folks that have ended up in rehab as a result of being discharged from the hospital or whose family members have found that they no longer can take care of them and have decided that they want to have them receive support. And they go into a nursing home and one of the things that happens to people when they go into a facility that we feel is really often overlooked is people lose the time of healing touch. And we need to have love embraces to feel wanted and also to feel like we are contributors. And so at Mobility City, we really believe that it is part of our mission to help people to feel like it's worth getting up today. It's worth going throughout my day. I can contribute, continue to contribute to my community, to my church, to my neighborhood, maybe in a different way. Because the one thing that is obviously going to happen to all of us, regardless of age, is that we're not going backwards in terms of our time. We're only going forward in terms of the aging process. And we are very, very proud at Mobility City that we have the privilege again and the pleasure of being able to help people figure out their purpose through mobility products and a way in which people can continue not just to be seen as an object of a sale, but as a way and a purpose that makes people feel like they truly are part of a community that makes them wanted, loved, and certainly respected. On behalf of Boomers and Beyond, thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to our continued discussions. This is Boomers and Beyond. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent to them. Here are your Boomer hosts, Wendy Weiss and Gary Duprain with Mobility City on the Big 550 KTRS. And welcome back on Boomers and Beyond. We continue with the lovely occupational therapist from Mobility City, Laura Paradowski. Good morning, and I should say good afternoon, Laura. How are Hello. you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. I, I was just hey. telling I was just telling Derek because it really is true. When it comes to the most dangerous places in a house, I guess what we forget about the bathroom and all of that tile. Walk us through that Indeed. as an as an occupational therapist. Yes, yeah, so occupational therapist, we live for the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And um, unfortunately, sources say 80% of falls happen in the bathroom. Um, And as we know, that's a place that's wet um, and we're kind of in vulnerable positions, you know, where we don't have the protection of our clothing. And a lot of times people don't have their assistive devices with them because they're, you know, in a wet environment. So that um, kind of sets people up sometimes for uh, precarious situations. 
and that is not anything that we that we want to have in in a bathroom. So what can we do? What are some easy steps we can do? What are some easy wonderful products we can find at Mobility City to lessen the risk? Right. Yeah. So there's there's all kinds of different things you can do to make your bathroom safer. Like obviously we know, you know, some people use bath mats or even um you know, I'm old enough to remember when we used to put those stickers on the tubs. Nowadays, you can get, um, you know, a, a rougher surface um, shower to help help keep the the shower, you know, less slippery. Um, but at Mobility City, we have things like shower chairs. We have tub transfer benches, which um, that's the kind of shower seat that part of it goes in the shower and part of it goes, or I should say the bathtub part goes in the bathtub and part goes out of the bathtub. So you can sit on the outside and kind of scoot yourself in. Um, if, if you can't step over a tub, um, there's grab bars, all kinds of things we can do to make, um, just give us extra support in that um, vulnerable place. Well, and we do need sort of a primer, don't we, when it comes to shower chairs? Because it sounds like something that you don't really necessarily need to be informed about, but you really do, don't you, Laura? Well, right. And, you you know, you don't, it's not something we know about until we need to know about it, right? So a lot of times when people walk into Mobility City, they're, um, they might be coming for themselves or for a loved one, and it can be kind of overwhelming because, you know, if you just Googled shower chair, there's a million different things that are going to pop up. Um, so there's a basic shower chair. In a mobility city, we, we kind of like to get the ones that has armrest and a back because if you don't need the back, you can take it off. If you don't need the armrest, you can take it off. But then you have everything there if you need it. Um, and then, like I said, if you're someone who can't step over a tub, we have the tub transfer bench, which is also great. Like post-hip hip surgery, there's certain precautions where you can't bend, which means you can't raise your leg up. So you can sit on the edge and get yourself in. Um, you know, I know my mom, after she had a surgery, she had to use that for a while, and then she transitioned just to a regular shower chair once she was able to step over that tub. Is it always good to bring someone with you from the family when you are um, looking at things at Mobility City, I, I think I would want to have that second set of eyes and another set of questions for the experts at, at Mobility City at the showroom. Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, yeah, I think it is. I think, you know, some a lot of times we have families coming in together and then we can help problem solve. You know, when you walk in, it's good to, to be able to explain to us what is the bathroom setup. Um and how can we make that bathroom safer? Um, so a lot of times different family members might have a different opinion or, you know, maybe some people are more realistic about what your loved one's abilities are and what's really going to work, you know, in your, um, make it functional in your setting. Um, you know, and in St. Louis, I find, you know, a lot of smaller, we've got a lot of smaller, older homes, right? And a lot of times, there's a setup where maybe it's like a vanity, a toilet, and then a tub. So there's not a lot of space to work with there, right. which is really good for us to know about so that we can help problem solve and make that safer. Um, for example, um, there's a thing called a tub, uh, tub bath bar. And so that's a great thing to put on your tub 
even to access from your toilet in those in those kind of bathroom setups. Um, so you could use that as a grab bar from your toilet. Not even maybe you know, maybe you don't even need it for your bathtub, but it just helps you get up off the toilet. So there's just a lot of different ways we can help problem solve um, keeping people safe at home. Well, and that is uh, that is what it's all about, and that's why we're so fortunate to have Mobility City as a sponsor of Boomers and Beyond. Laura Paradowski, the lovely occupational therapist who will probably help you when you are there, 12,009 Manchester Road in De Pere, just east of West County Shopping Center, 833-MOB-CITY is the phone number. That's 833-MOB-CITY. Enjoy your Sunday, Laura. We really do appreciate you answering our questions. Thanks, Wendy. Have a great day. You too. Take care. And we'll be back on the Big 550 KTRS. This is Boomers and Beyond. I absolutely love Laura Paradowski of Mobility City. She has so much information. She should write a book or maybe a pamphlet or yes. something that we could get through and retain. Yes. And retain. That would be- <laughs> we retain. We'll get through and retain. Those would be two different things, wouldn't but they? It, it, it is so true. As we age, there can be hot spots around the house that we've never thought of absolutely. before. So, and it can change your life forever. Absolutely. So I, 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 and she's, she is lovely. I mean, all of our team is, is, is great. They're wonderful. But people, when they meet Laura, they're instantly drawn to her. And I'm so glad we were able to do that today. I'm going to do what typically shows up on the bottom of the first page inside in a newspaper when they say correction. Oh, right? oh sure. Yeah. Last week, we had the wonderful experience of having on Miss Katie for two segments. Right. And in... It's not. What is it called when you, juxtaposition? Is that a word? Juxtaposition. It absolutely is she, a word. She has a juxtaposition that we need to talk about. Uh, kept saying Katie Bannister Rodriguez, and she wrote to me, and this is typical Katie. No, no, she said, "Love the show. You got my name wrong." So it's Katie Bannister Rodriguez that was joining us last week. No, it was Katie, Katie Rodriguez, Rodriguez Bannister. Bannister. I think I think that do, would you like to do this show by yourself? Absolutely never. Absolutely <laughs> never because I don't I don't think there's a greater ad in the world for this show than listening to this show and realizing that the two of us without Connor we would be alone on an iceberg, would we not? Yes, yes we would. I mean, we would be in some real trouble. <laughs> Come see us melt again next week. How about that? that? That's good. But that's the funny thing is that you remember, you'll remember certain yes, things. Yes. And then just uh, like words that you've yes. used all your life, yes. they just fall right off the coffee table. Yes. But but yes, we will we will be here. Yes. And that will be our 20th 20 show. Next week. Be there. Be wow. there. Or be square. Okay. Say good night, Wendy. Good night, Wendy. See you next week. Not if I see you first. This has been Boomers and Beyond with Wendy Weiss and Derek Dufresne with Mobility City. Your one-hour, weekly, informative, colorful, and irreverent look at the aging process. Nice looking, ain't you? At my age, that's about all I can do is look. <laughs> Gather around your radio next Sunday at 4 for more Boomers and Beyond. Far out, man. On the Big 550 KTRS.
The views and opinions expressed in the preceding paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners.